Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, friends. Ain't God good? I'm grateful and thankful for my wife, uh, Tawana. Yeah, we've been married 22 years. We had our ups and downs, but definitely God has uh, been at the, been at the him and in the center of our lives, and we always give him the glory and thank him for his goodness and all the things that he's done. And I'm grateful to uh, Pastor Maybell for giving me this opportunity to be able to present the gospel of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, it's been a little while since I stood up in the pulpit because I thought, I thought uh, it was just a fad uh, during that time of my younger years in the ministry. I thought maybe God uh, didn't want me to preach anymore, and I thought maybe he took my voice, but then I heard, I heard him uh, speak to me and told me I'm not done with you yet. And so I come to you this morning. If you have your Bible, so I'm going to come from the the uh, New Living Translation. Uh, I find that to be one of my most favorite, but at, at, during the time of my younger years, I, I definitely enjoyed the King James Version, but now I found uh, a, a, a new interest in the New Living Translation, and, uh, and, and we're going to come uh, uh, to the book of Genesis, uh, verses 32, and uh, we're going to start at, 20, at uh, 22. It says, uh, during the night that Jacob had got up and took his two wives... And his, ser- and his servant wives and his 11 sons and crossed the Jacob River with them. After taking them to the other side, he sent over all his possessions. Yeah. This left Jacob all alone in the camp. And a man came and wrestled with him until the dawn began to break. And when the man saw that He could not win the match. He touched Jacob's hip and winched it out of its socket. Then the man said, let let me go, for dawn is breaking. And Jacob said, I will not let you go until you bless me. What is your name, the man asked. He replied, Jacob. Your name will no longer be Jacob, the man told him. From now on, you will be called Israel because you have fought with God and with men and have won. Please tell me your name, Jacob said. Why do you want to know my name? The man replied. And then he blessed Jacob there. And and Jacob named the place Peniel, which means face of God. For he said, I have seen God face to face, and my life has been spared. The sun was rising as Jacob left Peniel, and he was limping because of the injury to his hip. Even today, the people of Israel don't eat the tendon near the hip socket because of what happened that night when the man strained the tendon of Jacob's hip. Amen. Uh, Just for a sermon topic, I want to talk from the thought of victory through the struggle. Victory through the struggle. Serena Williams, an American tennis player who revolutionized 
women's tennis with her powerful play, who won more single grand slams, who won more single grand slam titles, 23 to be exact, than any woman or man doing an open air. Many predicted that Venus would be the first Williams sister to win a grand single title. But it was Serena who accomplished that feat, winning the 1999 US Open at the 2000 Olympic Games in Sydney, Australia. Serena and Venus Williams won gold medals and double events. After several years of inconsistent play, Serena Williams asserted herself in 2002 and won the French Open Wimbledon and the US and the US Open defeating her sister Venus Williams in the finals of each tournament. Later at the latter tournament Serena Williams also gained attention by wearing a catsuit long interest in fashion Williams became noted for the bold outfits that highlighted her strength and, cha and challenged traditional and typically conservative dress codes. Despite her trademark tenacity, Williams won the Australian Open in 2003. Douse completed a career Grand Slam by having won all four slam, tur slam tournaments. Later that year, she also was victorious at the Wimbledon, both of the Grand Slam wins in 2003 and came after she had bested her sister in the finals. In 2005, Williams won the Australian Open again and beset by injury the following year, she rebounded in 2007 to win her third Australian Open again. Around in 2017, Serena Williams had given birth to a daughter and, her, and married her husband, Ophelia. Serena Williams would go on to win many other Grand Slam champions up until about 2021 at Troy French Open, uh, and, and she had lost to Naomi Oscar. She had realized that it was time to retire from the game that she loved so much in September 22, Serena Williams retired from tennis. In our lives, we face many challenges deciding on what kind of life we want. We decide where we, work, where we want to live and what kind of education we want for ourselves and our children, what kind of career we want. We decide what kind of house we want we decide where we want to vacation at. We find ourselves making the best, best decisions for the, versions, for the best version of ourselves. It is not until we look at what it will take for us to be successful in life. What, it, what is the cost? What will I have to do to be successful in the career of my choice? We sometimes find ourselves coming to the fork in the road. Here at the scene of our text, my brothers and sisters, we see that Jacob, at night, he had to take both of his 
wives and his two servant wives and his 11 sons crossed the Jacob River. And as he was doing that, let first we, we also need to understand that the Jacob River is in Galilee. It flows into the Jordan River from, from the eastern front. The Greek word for struggle is pali. It's when you are uncertain about your life, God will give you his divine directions to lead you. You cannot allow your weaknesses to distance you from God's direction. You're going to have to learn how to reject the things that doesn't please God. But you must learn to watch the company you keep in because all good company because all company ain't good company. You have to look at what's trying to get your attention. Sometimes life struggles will come at you in the most inconvenient way, but you must never settle in those moments. You have to stay in tune with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in King James Version, Romans 8 and 39, nay, for we are all, for, nay, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. It is back at the scene of our text, we see that Jacob, had, he had took his wives and his servant wives, as well as his 12 sons, over across the Jake, Jacob River, and a unidentified man came in to the camp where Jacob was alone that night to wrestle with him. And it was there where Jacob was wrestling with this unidentified man through the night, wrestling all the way right before the break of day. Back, we have to be willing to trust God's guidance to lead us through disastrous moments. It's in those messy moments in our lives God uses it to bring us into his presence. You have to reach back into your yesterday's past victories to push into the future promises of God. How much are you willing to sacrifice for God's promises? Can you handle losing relationships to get to God's promises? Can you deal with the lack of resources to get to God's promises? You cannot allow life's distractions to mislead you from direct access to God's blessings. You have to be careful not to allow your emotions and your feelings to shake you into making bad decisions. You have to lean into a consistent prayer life, people of God. You must develop an intense act of worship with God if you want to get close to God. Can I pull you up to the window for a second and let you know, if you want, if you want to require God's blessings, you have to develop, develop an intentional devotion with God. That means you have to really set aside some time to be able to spend with God. You can't just be willing to uh, just read his, his Bible and just put it down, but you have to have a, an intentional act of worship, and that's what God requires from us. Sometimes you have to be willing, you have to really be engaged with God. 
And that's what God wants all of his people. And so when you're, when you're uh, studying, make sure you're having a, a, a real intentional, intentional devotion with him. That's what he wants. Booker T. Washington once, uh, Booker T. Washington said that success is to be measured not so much by the position that one has reached in life, but as by the obstacles by which he has overcome while trying to succeed. You have to learn how to be disciplined when using social media along with other things, trying to pull your attention away from God, because you must understand that the adversary, he, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And so right now he's using all various forms of social media to get us distracted away from God. That's why we have to show ourselves uh, before God. We have to be willing to stand and do what, the, what God requires us to do. When you are experiencing challenging moments, God uses those spaces to cleanse your soul. Hey. Ephesians 6 and 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness, not of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. It is back at the scene of our text, my, bro my brothers and sisters, we see that Jacob was wrestling with this unidentified man, and he was wrestling all the way close to the break of day. And yet, uh, when this man, this unidentified man said, you need to let me go, he wanted Jacob to let him go because he needed to leave because he already knew, he understood that he, he, he didn't want to be caught around in the, in, the, in the breaking of the day. And so Jacob said he was not going to let him go until he had to bless, until he had blessed Till he got God's blessing. And sometimes that's how we have to act. We have to be willing to, to, to wrestle with God and ask God to help us. If you really want God's blessings, you have to be willing to uh, sit down with God and, and spend time with him. Because that, that if you're going to be able to succeed in ministry or be able to go further in God and to be able to walk in, his, in, in a newness of life, you have to be willing to wrestle and also you're going to have to be willing to sometimes go blows with God. Sometimes it's going to cause you to, 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 to have your jacket, have your joint knocked out of socket just like Jacob's was knocked out of socket. You have to recognize that Satan disguises our tactics used to design to, for, to have you to forfeit your destiny. You cannot keep letting demonic influences misguide your thoughts. You have to be mindful of what you're entertaining. You can't allow false ambitions to interrupt your walk in Christ. It was over 2,000 years ago that that's when Jesus had to go to Calvary and when he had to face those from judgment hall to judgment hall. And so they sped on him all night and they beat him. But yet he didn't allow himself to be subjected to those Roman government. He didn't allow them to overcome him. But he even in the midst of his his struggle, he was able to be victorious, even though they carried him from judgment hall to judgment hall, beating him all night long, crowning him with thorns on his head whooping him, beating him, and then carrying him and making him carry his old rugged cross. Even though they put him on that cross, he got up 
Even though he, he, even though he died, he got up early on Sunday morning and he declared victory. He declared victory. He, he, he defeated death. And so what I want to do is encourage y'all to let you know that even though that you may go through struggles in life, you don't have to stay in those struggles. You don't have to settle in those struggles. But you will have victory as long as you keep on trusting him. Because it was on that Sunday morning that Jesus got up and declared all power in his hands. Keep on trusting God, people of God. Amen.